It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. And welcome in Priority Talk Radio. It's Tuesday, although it seems like a Monday, but it's Tuesday right here on WXJC Radio. 101.1 FM, AM 850, WXJC Radio. Download the free app. Listen to the station all the time live. And then also our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. You can listen live there on your web browser or you can listen later. You can connect through all of our podcast platforms there, Priority Talk. All right, good to have you with us as we begin a brand new week. And, of course, um, this coming off the big uh, Memorial Day weekend holiday. Uh, so I'm here, Greg Davis. Uh, Nate is here. Stuart is here. Andrew stepped out. Was here. Was here. All right. I, I thought he was still around. My bad. Everybody doing good off the weekend. I had a busy weekend, pretty much. Absolutely. It was a good weekend uh, for me, but I know you got you got a lot of stuff going on. I do. I do. I got a lot going on, but uh, I, I did find a little downtime. I finally just was so exhausted that I just, I was like, that's it. Can't do anymore. Delirious. You yeah. Just... Yeah. I've been doing a lot of work around the house. You know, we're looking at moving, which that'll be a shock for some people that hear that, that know me. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've been looking at moving, so I've been doing a lot of work. And um, so anyway, yeah, just, you know, that stuff just, it'll just wear you down. Hopefully nothing major, right? No, like, well, I don't uh, know what you would define home, as major, but. Just just home project, you know, nothing nothing major. No, nothing major. I mean, I'm not like re-roofing the house or anything like yeah, that. But the house is with at my a 45 bare degree hands, angle or something. No, yeah, nothing like that. No, just, just more um, just getting things uh, cleaned up, cleaned out, you know, stuff like that. And yeah. I'm basically sort of already moving, boxing things up, just sort of getting things on out the door, a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, and then yard work, cutting grass. You know, it's that time of year. I Look, I've been gone so much. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, you just get behind, you know, that it's that once a year mulch and once a year, you know, trim your hedges and, you know, that stuff yeah. that you kind of do once or twice a year, some of that as well. So anyway, just been major, major busy. But I did finally uh, Sunday afternoon and Monday did sort of, bring it down a little bit and just kind of chill good which which was nice you guys what would y'all do oh man uh i think i just uh, hung out with family and friends for the most part okay. a couple of days of the weekend you think so that's what you did yeah i like the way you said that i think i think i did because what happens is from <laughs> from friday to monday it all just merges kind of together I, I, sometimes I, I love picking on him he just gets you know uh, what I, just his exact wording you know <laughs> uh, and Stuart in there he's he's off zaxby's now he's moved on to yeah. Zaxby's makes me. Uh, I don't feel so good. He's moved on now to ten dollar ten dollar foot longs. Yeah. No, okay. You're cheating on Zaxby's. Yes. Man, mm-hmm. that's not great, Stewart. Yeah. Commitment and loyalty. Well, off of our subject last week, I did have uh, I did have a Sonic this weekend. Okay. Okay. Who served you? Um, was it Was it male or female? Uh, it was, oh, it was female. It was female. Yeah. Ne- I've never had a male serve me at a Sonic. Never. I, hey, I went to Sonic too. And we had a male serve okay, us. Okay, well, uh, not me. It's always a guy. I mean, always a girl, never a guy. 
mm. that serves. Anyway, I'm waiting for you. Went to, to Sonic. Uh, <laughs> they didn't slow down long enough to get a tip. Yeah. Just here's the bag gone. So, no tip because it was so quick. Ordered Ours, on the app. Ours was built in this time. It's the first time I noticed Sonic do this, where at the end they could say dollar tip or two dollar tip, and you yeah. just it's it's on the screen. Well, we ordered no, we ordered on the app. You went okay. So I don't even know if you my my wife does it, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, also, also ate at Guthrie's. We had talked about that last week as well. Had a Guthrie's out in Summerton, Alabama. Nice. Got got it coming through. Uh, had had made a trip out to uh, Walker County. What's your favorite chicken place? Like fast food chicken oh, place? Um, oh, I don't know. Um, I like Guthrie's pretty good. I, I'll give it a Guthrie's. Chick-fil-A is the only Christian answer. Oh, well, you're talking. I thought you meant like <laughs> chick I, I was thinking Zaxby's or yeah, one of those, one of those yep, kind of yep, places. Yep. There's two or three others. But no, Chick-fil-A does. I eat at Chick-fil-A more than anywhere probably. Yeah. I've got quite a few points on my app. Oh, I bet. But I never use them. That's the problem. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got them built up, but I never use them. Let's do you just I'm, when you get to the register, do, do you just yeah, not think no, to? I don't think. Well, it's complicated, isn't it, to use them? I'm not sure. I don't have the app. Um, I well, should you, though. You can order from the app. Surely. Well, I, and I do sometimes. My wife does more of that though. Yeah, that's probably, I, that's probably how you use them. I have uh, what almost sixteen thousand points available. Oh my goodness, that's that's a lot. I don't know like what that means, but it sounds like a I, lot. I, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a signature status. Okay. I think that's the highest one. Wow. So, man, you probably could eat free for days. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we're in after the Memorial Day weekend. And uh, thanks to all those who uh, have sacrificed it all and, and their families uh, for our freedom. Of course, that's important to mention. Uh, we did have good best ofs Friday and Monday. I assume we had good shows, Stuart, did we? I did not listen one second. Neither did I, but they, okay. were, fanta- they were fantastic. <laughs> they were the they best. Were That's pretty bad. Don't, best e- don't even listen to my own show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but I was not in a position to listen. So, didn't listen one time. Okay, it was 2011. Let me take you back. Now, you you fellows were were youngins back in 2011. Oh goodness. Yeah. I was like 15 like years old, 14, awkward, gawky teenage boys. I'm still awkward at yeah. times. Did, 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 now, did you, were you growing the, the facial hair then like overnight I, at that the point? The facial hair Cause, started cause at 12. Nate grows facial hair faster than any human being I've ever seen. It started at 12. Have you ever seen the movie Teen Wolf? Uh, no. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Go ahead. It started at 12. And then, yeah, it just, but I I used to love it. I was like, wow, this is so manly. Now it's just a pain in the rear. Yeah, yeah. Just a pain in the rear. I wish it it would grow slowly. He grows it fast, man. He can be clean shaven. Prime your river. Yeah, and by showtime, he is. uh, Stuart. I I wish, you know. Look, he shaved this morning. Look at that. Stuart. All right. You know, a crime not, river. I you know. Did not clean shave this morning. But 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 <laughs> you save a lot of money and time on on being more smooth faced. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, look at all I save with my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you, you go. You're saving yeah. a lot. Yeah, save a lot. I mean, I just buy a new pair of clippers once a year. You can and afford to not use six thousand Chick Fil A points. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Sixteen thousand. Sixteen thousand. Yeah, man, that's a lot. It was uh, two thousand eleven. You guys were just youngins. And this was the day, the day after Memorial Day, that the first edition of Priority Talk Radio went live on the air. Wow, 2011. That that was a now moment we, ago. Now we we did have about a year and a half there that we were off during sort of the 1920, uh, you know, time frame. So we haven't been on every time, and we restarted first part of April. 
when we restarted the show here on 101.1. Uh, but I, I still go back. Our our anniversary date, the very first show of first show ever, was on the Tuesday following Memorial Day, 2011. Now that was just a month or so after the uh, big tornadoes had happened, you know, across the state. Oh, um, yeah. Not long after that, so that was a topic in the early days of our show. Lots of interviews about recovery efforts and opportunities to give and minister and talking to survivors and all kinds of stuff like that. Wow, that yeah. that was a lot uh, back in that day, in that time frame. Uh, but we have some clips that we haven't aired these in several years. We have some clips. Stuart, do we have time before break or do we need to go to break and then come back? What do you think? We can play one. Okay, let's get the first one in then. Uh, this was the very first time we ever went on the air right here. Wow. I mean, this is it. Now, it's myself. James Cato and Matt Wilson, who James and Matt worked with me at First Priority for a long time. Did I meet Matt? I felt uh, like yeah, I'm, you did. You did. I met yeah, Matt. You he, did. He's a great guy. Yeah, so they were the ones here in this very studio with me. Now, we were on a different station. You'll hear me calling different uh, letters out. It was WXJC, but different numbers on the dial. Okay. Got you. So you'll, that'll sound different. This It was in the same studio. It was turned the other way, though. The table was turned the other way. Okay. Um, but this was the first day we ever went on the air. You'll hear me, you'll hear James, and you'll hear Matt. And it's a couple of minutes. Um, I mean, like literally went live. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. It's when we went on the air. 8 a.m. First day. Here it is. Okay, here we are. Priority Talk. WXJC AM 850 92.5. Uh, first day on the air, guys. In the studio with me, I'm Greg Davis. In the studio with me, Matt Wilson, James Cato, Byron on the board, producing the show. Good morning, Byron. Good morning, Vietnam. Uh, good morning, Vietnam. Matt, James, welcome in. Well, Greg. Good to have you. We're on the air. Can you believe it? Here we go. It looks like they gave us a radio show. Uh, kind of amazing, um, it actually. It is. Um, if you've been listening at this time to WXJC normally, you've been hearing Bob Dutko. Well, if you uh, are listening, stick with us. Uh, don't give up on us yet. This is our first time on the air, so uh, hopefully we're going to get better. Uh, this is our first time, so stick with us. And, hey, and you can say, whether you knew you were going to do it or not today, you can say that you listened to the very first episode of Priority Talk. Now, that that's pretty special right there. It's something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to go out today and, you know, be at work if you're driving in now or... You know, wherever you're at, and go, hey, I heard the first episode of Priority Talk. Or swerve because you heard some off-color commentary. Yeah, or, you know, I heard those first Priority guys on uh, for the first <laughs> time uh, today. And, you know, keep listening because you could also later today say, hey, I listened to the last episode of Priority Talk. <laughs> now, thankfully, it wasn't the last episode, but... Uh, you know, wow. we didn't know. We didn't know. You know, every day was like, hey, we'll see. You did, know what I mean? Did you think that you would have a radio show for 10-plus more years after that? Uh, No. No. I didn't know anything. That's awesome. It was just, uh, here we are. So, I mean, that was the first time we had done anything. Now, we worked together, so we, we sat around the conference table downstairs a lot, and... um and I would always think other people should hear these conversations because they were pretty crazy. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so then all of a sudden they did get a chance to hear them. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, that was, uh, you know, it was summertime coming in. And so, um, you know, we had a good, we had a fun summer yeah. because uh, first priority, a lot of times we were out in the mornings in schools. 
Uh, but that summer, everybody was available, and boy, we had a blast that first summer. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we're we're still after it. That was 2011. Now, how different does it sound? Do I sound much different? You sound different. Yeah. D- don't you think, Stuart? Would he sounds different? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're also not as obviously to be expected. Uh, your first episode, like now, you're you're just conversational. This mm-hmm. is second nature. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I never felt uncomfortable with it, you know, you, but you did feel like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? You know, they had told me, introduce everybody that's here. They always had to remind me to give out the phone number. That was something, you know, a producer yes. would always be, give out the phone number, give out the phone number. Um, so, but but I always felt pretty comfortable. I've, I've just always tried to be myself. And when you're yourself, you don't have to think about what you're doing. Act. You just be yourself. Yeah. So we would give out the phone number, though. It was a different phone number. And when we come back, I'll let you hear the very first phone call we ever took on the air. It was that first episode. And, uh, you know, many of you are familiar with Bob Dukko, who's aired on these Crawford stations for all these years. I don't think he's currently on in Birmingham right now, not, not his regular program. But we had taken his place on the air in the time slot. They had moved him and put us on at 8 o'clock. And uh, so we'll reference that as well. But let me go to a break. And when we come back, you'll hear our very first phone caller to Priority Talk back in 2011. And I'll tell you something about that uh, that as well. And then we got a couple other highlights of some callers that were very special. Uh, we'll play some of those as well. All right. It is Priority Talk Radio. It's 2023 now, though, not 2011. But we're uh, talking about 2011 as we uh, kind of do a little uh, impromptu uh, half hour or so here celebrating the day the show was born. We'll be right back. Priority Talk. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. This is Glenn Coffey, former running back of the Alabama Crimson Tide, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Okay, back in for uh, the second uh, segment of today's program. We're here until 7 o'clock, of course. Priority Talk Radio. Greg Davis here, Nate Williams, and uh, Stuart as well. Andrew now hanging out as well. Hey, Andrew. Um, hope everybody's uh, doing doing well this afternoon. We are um, uh, highlighting the very first episode of Priority Talk Radio. It was this date in 2011 that we launched this show if you can call it launched. I don't know. Maybe we just sort of uh, 
uh, stuck our foot out there a little bit. We didn't Tripped really into it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just sort of. Yeah, here, here, here we are. Here we are. We had no idea what we were doing at all. Uh, luckily, we we had a really good uh, guy that was producing the show though at that time. He, Stuart, he was in your spot. A guy named Byron, and uh, he did that original opener that we used to play before we redid it. Uh, you guys don't even know about that because. Um, Anyway, he did a lot of good production work for us and was very talented. And we had a good time together. He was a good dude. Uh, still still in touch with him sometimes. He's moved out of state. Uh, so you'll you hear Byron on there a little bit as well. Um, but this was the first phone call we ever took. Now, last segment, we played the beginning when we first came on the air. And then as we went to our first break, uh, they would have to remind me to give out the phone number because I would forget. And then once I started giving out the phone number, we got a phone call. And here it is. Uh, Jesse from Jasper, welcome in. What you got, man? I am, I'm just certainly glad to be uh, alive and, and well, and, and the Lord bless me all over. And well, praise I God. hope he blesses everybody else all over, especially you two guys. But I'll tell you something. They don't need a one of y'all uh, sound like Bob Duco. <laughs> well, no, we are not Bob yeah. Duco. We make that clear uh, from the he's, beginning. He's got a uh, he's got a pretty good voice, but y'all y'all got a y'all, you know y'all's voice is not bad. Jesse, can I well, can, thank I, can you, I try something on you? I mean, can I try my my radio voice on you, Jesse? See if you're sold out on it or not. You know, Sunday, 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 monster trucks. I mean, that's pretty good, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, y'all doing a great job so far, seeing me like, and uh, I, I listen to this channel pretty pretty much so. Well, thank you, time, Jesse. You know, and, uh, uh, I'd just like to thank you and uh, congratulate y'all and, and, and hope that you have real good success. And, and I hope that uh, everybody else and, and, and somebody who's never tuned in, tuned in and, and get the word of the Lord. Well, thank you. That's what we're, that's what we're planning on doing. And we sure thank you for calling. Thank you, sir. And I thank you very much and have a good day. Thank you. All right. Now, the thing about all Jesse guys, from Jasper. That's pretty good. Not bad. It was he, all positive. What, what it was, he, he heard your voices. Oh, it's a couple guys from Corner, you know. and uh, Oh, yeah. You, you grew up in Corner, and that right. Jesse from Jasper heard that in your voice. Exactly. He said, you know what? Those are a couple boys from Corner. I, I've got to go up there. and uh, I gotta Now, the other boy, I'm not sure where he's from. Yeah. McCullough, no, no, where's better. that? McCullough. Well, where's so. that? <laughs> all right. Now, the thing about Jesse from Jasper, he never called again. Never called again. Yeah, maybe he didn't like the show as much as he thought he did, right? You know, in the beginning. Mm -mm. He never called again. We never heard from him again. We tried over the years to locate him in Jasper. So I'll put it out there again. If that Jesse from Jasper sounded familiar to you, okay, some, some of our folks up in Walker County, Winston County, if that sounded familiar to you and you, you know Jesse or knew, you know, might have an idea of who he is, I would love to have him call back in but yes. honestly we've been trying now for a decade if to any find of our Jesse. listeners have fbi level investigative skills just kidding but that would be awesome there's somebody out there though that would hear jesse from jasper and yes. then hear that voice and go i know him that's a very distinct voice but, but we've never been able to i mean we put hard court press on a couple of times we've went and did a remote broadcast in in jasper up at chick-fil-a went up there two or three different times and, I mean, we put on the hardcore press. we got to find Jesse from Jasper. We went up to Cordova one time and did a show. Uh, couldn't find Jesse. I mean, that was we did that not long after the show launched. We, it was right after the tornadoes. And we went up to Cordova and did our show because it had been just destroyed. The tornado yeah. in 11 had just destroyed the, the town. Mm. And we put on a hard press to try to find Jesse from Jasper, our, the very first phone caller ever to Priority Talk. But we've never located him. 
So if somebody knows who he may be, call us or text us, 205-941-1011. Give us a heads up on uh, who Jesse may be, and uh, I'd love to reconnect with him if he's available. Okay, we also had in the early days, you know, you have your regular callers, you know. Uh, man, we've had cast of cast of characters of callers over the years, from Charles Allen Head, who's passed away. Um, there, uh, he passed away while we were off the air. Uh, you know, uh, we used to have Captain Kirk called in. He was, you know, something else as well. All these guys had their own. You know, Ed from Birmingham was a regular caller for years. Uh, Roger from Fultondale, who will still occasionally call. Yes. Uh, yeah. Some of them, though, were, uh, you know, either pretty intelligent callers or they were, you know, they would try to outsmart you or bring good information. Uh, or they were just um, total entertainment. Uh, we also had um, oh, uh, from, um, from Marshall, Jim, Jim from Marshall County. I wish we had some of his phone calls saved. He, he could call in and be controversial as quick quicker than anyone uh, but we had a couple of special callers that would call in early on one of them was a lady named Roz we have just a little short clip of her she would call in like three days a week while she was receiving treatments I can't remember exactly if it was a dialysis or something to that effect but while she was on dialysis she would listen to the show and she had all kinds of health issues but man she was a sweetheart and so we love every now and then just to give a little uh, love to our friend Roz. And I'll tell you uh, about how the backside of that story. But here, just listen to her voice. Some of you have been around a long time may remember Roz. I pray that God keeps you all because y'all are very positive. And I just thank God that you got the type of radio station that we Christians need to hear more and, and, and discuss things that we don't know. Yeah, and she, boy, she was sweet. Always had a, a scripture, a verse. And she called in several times a week, but had a regular time she would call because of her treatments that she was receiving. Uh, one day, um, probably about a year in, I was here in the studio. They came and got me and said someone was at the front door to see me. I didn't know who it was. Uh, that would happen from time to time. I uh, walked up to the front, and it was Roz's father. Mm. And Well, we actually had her in studio as well. Okay. We had her come and be in studio. She was in a wheelchair, and her son came with her and her father. And then, um, so I got, I met her, was in person with her. Um, and then uh, one day I go up to the front and it's her dad. And uh, she had passed away. Oh. And so uh, we lost Roz and uh, I went to her funeral on that Saturday uh, and was, was able to be there with her or with her family. So uh, Roz, we, we sure did appreciate her. She was such an encouragement to us when we were first getting started. Uh, another caller that was a fairly regular caller for the first year or two was a, a, a young man named Stephen. And Stephen, we found out later, uh, as we got to know him and talked with him and asked questions, lived in a boarding home and uh, needed full-time care. And he had family, and he did wind up leaving that boarding home and moving with some of his family somewhere up in North Alabama. I can't remember, but he was out toward Bessemer in a boarding home. Uh, James Cato and I went and visited him two different times, and we bought him a new radio so he could listen to the show better because his radio wasn't very good. The first time we went, we saw his radio was pretty poor. So we took him a new radio when we went back the second time. But Stephen always had a song. He was a Southern Gospel fan, and he always had a song ready to go. So here we go. Stephen calling. Now, you'll hear on this, you'll hear it, the female voice is Fran Curry. 
who was a TV news anchor here in Birmingham for 20, so, 20 or so years, and she was a regular on the program with me as well early on. So here was Stephen, and you'll, you're going to enjoy his song. He, he did this, something like this, about three days a week. Speaking of songs, here we go. Stephen, you there, bro? Good brother? morning. How y'all doing this we're, morning? We're doing great, Stephen. Good morning, Stephen. Are y'all ready for me to sing? We are ready, man. Go ahead. All right, gonna stand by me. Gonna I love the way he does it, Delay. Gonna stand by me. Gonna stand by me. Gonna stand by me. I know my Lord. That's good. Gonna stand by me. When the lady rides, I cannot I see. I know my Lord. Gonna stand by me. Gonna stand by me. Gonna stand by me. Gonna stand by me. I know my Lord. Gonna stand by me. When the rain is rough and I cannot see, I know my Lord. Gonna stand by me. All right, outstanding. Yes, sir. You go for You're it. This is Stephen Tucker. You're listening to WJC and WDJC Birmingham. All right, Stephen. Thank can you, I man. Give out, can I give out some shout-outs? You know it. All right, give, I'm going to give out a shout-out to Babbage Princeton, William Center, and the Comfort Care Home Health. And y'all at Priority Talk. All right. All right. Thank you, Stephen. We y'all appreciate the shout-out. Y'all remember me in prayer, too. Yes, sir. Yes, hey, y'all sir. have a good day. Hey, Stephen, huh? can I ask you some questions? This is James Cato sure, of Party Talk. Sure. Go ahead. Hey, what, do you, uh, what are y'all having for lunch today? Uh, I don't know. Whatever they fit here, I'm in a boarding home called Morning Boarding Home. Okay, okay. okay. What did you I have for breakfast? I have a bowl of cereal and two tea Cheetos and alpha juice and coffee and water. Oh, that sounds great, That's Stephen. Good. sounds uh-huh. great. Uh, I'm gonna, y'all, y'all remember me in prayer. I'm going to tell y'all got a good show here in Birmingham. Y'all keep it on. Thank you. Well, you're helping us make it good, Stephen. I, am, we appreciate I, am, it. I, am I helping y'all out good? Oh, there's no it? doubt. There's no doubt. We appreciate uh, you. I appreciate y'all So y'all been a like part of my family. Thank you, Stephen. Y'all, y'all remember me in prayer about everything coming up. Yes, sir. God bless you, brother. Y'all, honey, have a good day. Okay, bye-bye. 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 Yeah, now you just can't beat that. You can't. Stephen was probably middle-aged, you know. I said young man. He was young, but he was middle-aged probably. Yeah. Um, and uh, had family that loved him and cared about it, but uh, his his parents had passed away. Mm. And so, um, yeah, he, he was a special guy. So James and I got to go out and meet with him twice. James may have went back another time or two because uh, he would be out that way sometimes and stop i think maybe he would stop by and see him that's awesome um, but great great opportunity you know we we just saw that the show opened up doors to minister to people encourage people and he encouraged us quite honestly he was a special guy uh so that was uh steven uh, and he called a uh, regular i wish we had more of his calls and those songs and he, he just would go straight into the song he didn't slow down and he sang all the parts and he always hit the big note at the end, you know, Southern Gospel music. There you go. That's what it's about. All righty. Uh, Priority Talk Radio. Time to go to break. Time to go to break. Uh, here we go. When we come back, I've got a couple more clips I'll play for you. Uh, these are from two of the more um, notable and uncomfortable interview sessions we ever had. Ooh. You know, we've interviewed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people here on the show. Uh, some big names, household names, some you've never heard of. Uh, these are two that people have heard of, and, and they got a little uncomfortable. Both oh. of these did. So we'll play those for you when we come back as well. Priority Talk Radio, right here on WXJC, 205-941-1011. Uh, give us a text. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be right back. 
Scale your business with a dedicated team of experts. A marketing vendor focuses on profit. A marketing partner focuses on your business. With Dot Edison, there is no more taking, only serving. Feel great about your marketing with Dot Edison. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. And now back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like. And we're back in. Greg Davis here. Nate Williams with me. Stuart here as well. Andrew hanging out, making the show all happen today. 205-941-1011. Give us a text. We'd love to hear from you. Well, we monitor those uh, right during live time, so we'd love to hear from you. Um, all right, we're sort of honoring, celebrating, remembering, boring you, whatever it may be, with um, the first week, with the first episode of Priority Talk. We've done some of that. Today is our anniversary. The show began on the first Tuesday following Memorial Day 2011. So we launched on a Tuesday, just like today. We heard the first uh, segment the beginning and the end of it, what we thought was the first episode, which could have been the last episode of Priority Talk. But, hey, here we are. We're still here. Uh, we heard from um, uh, the first caller, Jesse from Jasper. We heard from Roz, who was one of our frequent callers. We heard from Stephen, uh, who was one of our frequent callers and singers on the show, our entertainers. Um now, we've had a lot of, a lot of notable guests on the show over the years. Uh, you know, sometimes people are like, have you had so-and-so? And I say, we've had everybody. So, yes, probably have. Sometimes I forget who we've had on. Um, but from politics to, uh, to preachers to musicians, you know, you, theologians, authors, uh, uh, actors and actresses, household names to people you've never heard of comedians as well all in between everything we've uh, had every kind of guest on you could certainly think of and uh, some of them have been good some of them have been bust mm. you know every now and then you get one on you're like well won't do that one again yeah um, or wish we wouldn't have done that one uh, two that were notable that uh, this was years ago that uh, didn't turn out so well, the interviews overall. I, you know, I, I say didn't turn out so well. They, they had their uncomfortable moments. Yes. These interviews did. One of them, right off the bat, just was like, uh-oh, we're in trouble. Now, when you say uncomfortable, is it like uh, uncomfortable bad or uncomfortable this is good for radio? No, well, probably good for radio, but uncomfortable for me. Got you. It, yeah. Or just, you know, especially this first one. Uh, a guy, and, and he's he's still out there. A comedian, his name is Henry Cho, C-H-O. You know, he's an Asian-American, that's the way he, you know, brands himself, uh, comedian. He, you know, he's got a real southern accent. He lives in Knoxville, Tennessee. He, uh, you know, he tours the country. He's on, you know, national TV programs and national radio programs all the time. You guys, are y'all familiar? I may have seen him before. Yeah, actually. he's actually going to be in the area coming up soon, in June. I saw something on television he's going to be here okay at later on in june i do believe henry cho so he comes on the program and you know he lives in knoxville he was well known to be a big 
Tennessee volunteer fan. Okay, he that something he's known for. But of course, when we had him on, was uh, sort of those first few years after Phil Fulmer had left Tennessee, oh. and the program really tanked. You know, woo, wasn't good. Yeah, you know now they're now they're sort of back. You know, Tennessee had a big year last year, but I mean they they tanked really bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just thought. Hey, you know, I try when I interview somebody, I'll often just try to find some common ground with them, you know, just something to break the ice before we get into the official interview. Mm-hmm. So me, I just thought he's from Knoxville, he's a Tennessee fan. I'll just bring up football, yeah, and just you know we can just you know knock around you know a little something. But and it was during the fall part of the season, during the year, mm-hmm. it was football season, and so I thought I'll just kind of throw out there a little little something about college football, Makes sense. and see where he goes with it. I figured he had some jokes about it, you know. Well, here's how it went. From Knoxville, Tennessee, of course. Uh, let's talk a little college football, Henry. Uh, a volunteer fan. Well, Got to be a volunteer you fan. Know what? You know, you know what? Let's let's don't because I'm a grown up, and uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't bother me. Uh, I, I I love SEC football. I love the balls, but I, you know, I, my world does not revolve around what a 19 year old boy does on a Saturday. So. Uh, let's don't talk college football. My wife would gladly uh-huh. talk college football. Yeah. She's an Alabama girl. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it's it's just it, it, uh, her whole family. It, it's really, unless you're from the South, then then you don't get it. You don't get how, uh, you know, heck, you know, Alabama fans, y- y'all shoot each other. So uh, it, it's, it gets to a high level. But I don't ever even bring that up at any of my shows in the state of Alabama because I'm a grown-up. Okay. Maybe I should have interviewed his wife. Wow. Now, I bet... Oh, I don't think I, that was called for. But the thing was, he talked about football all the time, but then when Tennessee sort of went downhill, he wasn't quite as he quick to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. You say a little uncomfortable because usually guys, you know, they'd at least chat around with you about it just a second. Or, yeah. you, or you make fun of your own team. You know, you yeah. do something like that. But no, he was in no mood for that. And the interview... Honestly, didn't go that great after that. Um, so anyway, that was a that was kind of one of those I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, maybe his wife. I, sh- I should have said that. Well, let me talk to your wife then. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I bet now that Tennessee has sort of made a little bit of a comeback, if I were to have him on, he's coming in June. Maybe I need to tr- see if I can get him back on. Yeah. And I bet he'd be quick to talk about it now. You oh, think? Yeah. Now that Tennessee, yeah, is a, com- a competitor again. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, that was just real convenient, you know. No, let's don't talk about it. My life doesn't revolve around 19 or 20-year-olds when your team's losing. Yes. Um, and I don't know. Maybe he learned a lesson and maybe he's off of it. I don't know. But uh, it was a little uncomfortable. And uh, he, he, he wasn't in the mood for cracking a lot of jokes after that. But he is a really funny guy, and he's clean. He, he doesn't curse or anything like that. He's a very yeah, clean I comedian. Think that, I think that is who I saw. Yeah, and his sister also is a comedian. Now, I think she's a little edgier than he is, I think. Uh, but he doesn't, you know, he, he was just recently on Huckabee. Uh, he, he doesn't curse. He, he's real clean comedy kind of guy. And he's really funny. I like him. I was excited to have him on the show. Uh, but he, uh, he wasn't in the mood to talk about college football. Okay, another interview we had with someone very notable, if you're of a certain age was set up by one of our listeners. Uh, Freddie from Talladega would call our show. Freddie was at the School for the Blind. Hmm. He lived there. Uh, He he was was blind. He didn't have any sight. 
as we learned over time, because there, there was that uncomfortable moment where Freddie called in, and um, I think there was an eclipse or something like that, and I asked him something to the effect of, hey, Freddie, were you able to see the eclipse? And he said, no, I'm blind. Oh. And I thought he was kidding, but he wasn't kidding. But he wasn't kidding. No. I, that, oh, did, did you laugh when he said it? Uh, yeah. Did, oh, did yeah. We thought he was, he was, yeah, we thought he was kidding, and, mm. but he wasn't. And then he went on to explain that he lived at the Alabama School for the Blind and all this. So uh, somewhere along the way, he began to uh, to ask us if we could have DeMond Wilson on the program. Does that name mean anything to you? No. Okay. DeMond Wilson played Lamont Sanford on a show called Sanford and Son. Now, okay. Surely y'all know Sanford and Son. Heard of it. Heard okay. of it. It was on during the 70s. Uh, Red Red Fox was the star of it. Really funny show. Okay, you couldn't make that show now. Yeah, just like you know, it was sort of like um, Archie Bunker and some of those. You couldn't make those shows now. Uh, Mash, you couldn't make them. But uh, it, he was big time in the seventies. I mean, household name. Um, you know, uh, anywhere he went, he'd be recognized. No doubt about it. It was a big time show for for years and years. Demond Wilson. Well. Along the way, he had come to know the Lord and had went into ministry and pastoring and gotten completely out of Hollywood and out of the scene. Um, but somehow, Freddie from Talladega, who lived at the School for the Blind, knew DeMond Wilson. Wow, okay. And wanted us to have him on the show. So I give Freddie my number. And I say, Freddie, have him call me. I'll have him on the show. So he does. He calls me, and we schedule, and we have him on, and it it went okay. He was sort of sort of a little bit angry, kind of just a little um, combative, I guess you'd say a little bit. Most of the questions we ask him about his life and his career, and the show Sanford and Son, which was a mega hit. Okay, uh, he kept saying, "You have to get that in my book. You got to get my book. You got to get my book." One of those. Yeah. Second Banana was the name of his book because he was kind of second behind Red Fox on the show. You got to get my book. You got to get my book. So he wasn't asking a lot. He wasn't answering a lot of questions about the show and his career. So I so I just quickly pivoted and went to ministry type stuff. And so in there, I asked him about um, music and. He kept talking about music, and so I just kind of went down that path with him. And I can't remember exactly the question, but it was something about church music. And then here was the response that I got. In terms of how I feel about Christian entertainment today, I guess I'm a fundamentalist because I don't—I I see choirs being paramount today, and they are—they do what— uh, David did for Saul when that spirit came over him. They're, they entertain the people. I believe in praise and worship. I don't care uh, how uh, people, when, I, when, when, when I'm giving praise and worship to God, I'm not thinking about my wife. I'm not thinking about my children. I'm not thinking if I stand up to minister, I'm not thinking about the people in the audience. I don't want to, 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 to have them jump and shout and amen me and and, and soothe that spirit that's over them. My message is to glorify God. My message is to impart the spirit of God into other people so that they will go forth and plant that seed into others, not just sit on, a, on the pews of mediocrity and, and be spoon-fed and, and their Bibles have all kind of highlights, uh, highliners in them, like the Scripture says, always being taught 
but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. I resent a lot of these Christian movies because all they are, they don't glorify God. They're just entertainment for people. Uh, I see choirs now being used for hamburger commercials. And what they've done, and, and, and as I said before, I reiterate, God hasn't given me the spirit of fear. I fear that they have commercialized the gospel, and it makes me very sad, and I'm vehemently opposed to that kind of nonsense. Uh, people say, oh, you need to come to my church so we can hear, you can hear my choir. Why do I need to hear your choir? I can go in my closet and start praising God, and my spiritual language will come out, and I will feel the glory of God all over me. I don't need a choir to rev me up because I've spent the week before I came to service on myself, involved in myself and in my personal affairs. So I, I have a problem with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's the commercialization, commercialization of the gospel is. Uh, <laughs> you're right, and uh, I, I tell you, passionate Christian, about it. You've got Christian rap music. You've got Christian rock and roll. You've got Christian uh, country western, and uh, you know, you know, you know I, I have a problem with all those genres because we we are supposed to we are supposed to praise the Lord. I know you can praise the Lord in any form, but. When you identify those forms, you know, the word, the word says that we are, we, are, we are supposed to be in the world but not of it. We're not to imitate the things of the world. And I turn on these, I've, I've been doing Christian television now for over 25 years, and, 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 and I see a lot of these people that come on there, and all it is is entertainment. All they're doing is making money. They're not glorifying God. Mm. Mm. I know there's going to be a lot of people that have a problem with that, but you know what? I really don't care because I speak truth. I don't speak reality. I speak truth. Truth and reality are not always synonymous. The first book that I wrote called The New Age Millennium, an expose of symbols, slogans, and hidden agendas, uh, says that truth and reality are not always synonymous. Okay, back to live here. Now, I'm remembering now the question that I asked him. It had to do with his thoughts on current uh, Christian entertainment, music, and movies, and things. that was right when the Christian movie, the Kendrick Brothers, and some of those yeah. were getting moving. Courageous, and some of those kind of movies were getting out there. And so that was the path I went down. And I think he didn't care for some of the music we were playing coming and going from break uh, either. I think okay. he heard some of that, and he sort of didn't like that. And that was how we got down that path. But man, did he go off? Uh, yeah, pretty. You much. just weren't expecting that from Lamont Sanford. No. Now, you guys don't know Lamont Sanford. You don't know the character. No. But uh, you know really. that was at the interview I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, for him to, so hey, I, I didn't disagree with a lot of what he had to say. Some of it I thought was a little over the top. I, uh, I think so. Yeah. I, I just wondered, does he ever listen to any music? Yeah. Because I bet I could criticize whatever it was he was listening to. I bet, exactly I bet, right. I bet I could. So. Uh, so anyway, it, it, that was another kind of wow moment uh, from a very notable guest, uh, Damon Wilson, a.k.a. Lamont Sanford, set up by Freddie from Talladega, School of the Blind. Freddie from Talladega. <laughs> I mean, quite a... I wish we had some clips from Charles Allen Head, uh, but we I don't think we have any. Uh, that Those would be very entertaining as well. He was a, a regular caller for, uh, gosh, for until we went off the air back in late 18. Uh, he called us, not every day, but pretty regular. And uh, some, of, some of you out there have been talk radio aficionados. Y'all know Charles Allen Head. And, uh, and I did. He, he always was uh, betting, wanted, wanted to bet a big head Benjamin on something, whether or not he was right or wrong about something. 
a big head Benjamin. He was wh- ready, which was a hundred dollar bill, of course. Yeah, a big head Benjamin. That was all his, always his thing. And I got to tell you, I'm the only person. He said the only person that ever got a big head Benjamin from him. Really, I got one. How? I sure did. He uh, and I went and got it. I still have it, by the way. He signed <laughs> it. For, it. He signed it for me. Yeah. He he sent me something in the mail, and then he wanted it back. He had needed it back for something else. Something he was going to send it into the government. He always was working the government. And I mean, he was full of it. But yeah, he wanted it back, and I told him uh, I didn't think I had it anymore. And so uh, he so he promised me that if I could find it and get it to him, he'd give me a big head Benjamin. So I found it. Hey. And I and I took it to him. He and his apart his girlfriend or whatever they lived here in this apartments here in Birmingham. So I found him, went and visited him, and uh, was with him, and get, took him. I've got pictures of it. I, I gave him this what he had mailed me. And then uh, he gave me the big head Benjamin. He signed it and gave it to me. Said this was the only one he had ever given out over 30-something years of call-in radio stations. And I didn't take his money. I gave him another $100 bill. I swapped him $100 bills. Anybody think I was taking the old guy's money? I swapped him a $100 bill. And I've still got that $100 that he gave me. Uh, And I, I went back and visited him again as well. And then some point when we were off the air, like during COVID time, right during that time frame, he passed away. And, uh, that, you know, I, I don't know what all went down or happened, but he had passed away. So he was just another caller that was pretty kind of legendary. Okay, um, we probably need to take a break. So uh, let's do that. We'll come back on the other side, and uh, we'll um, reminisce a little more about some of the early days of Priority Talk Radio. And then we'll get back to regular programming uh, coming up just in a little bit. Stay with us. Priority Talk Radio. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Keetan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hey everybody, this is Pam Tebow, and I just want to give a shout out to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Priority Talk, sharing the message of Jesus Christ. Birmingham's only live Christian talk show. Greg Davis. I- the people and issues. And we're back in, and this is our original top of the hour song. This played for years. I like it. Until uh, just about a year ago, quite possibly. About to say. Your fist with 
This is about where I would come in, right here. So uh, that was our, you know, the first produced show opening that we had. And it played for years and years and years until uh, maybe about a year ago. Why did you change it? I just needed to change it, okay. you know. And um, and it talked about being Birmingham. And, you know, and the show's much broader than Birmingham now. So that was part of it as well. That's true. Um, but, yeah, that played top of every hour. So, you know, that, that was just a, a locked-in staple. And, uh, yeah, I like it, too. But, you know, sometimes you just need something Kinda different. Kind of gets you going a little it bit. Did, you it know did. what I mean? It was, it, it was really good in the morning. So Byron Dice produced that, and that was his voice on there as well. Of course, along the way, we picked up the uh, the ooh-ahs at the bottom of the hour. And uh, those became a, uh, a staple of the show. You know, we would just use it randomly. And then at some point, we just said, let's just do it at the bottom of every hour. So if you listen to the program, of course, you hear that. That's a song by Grits. Yeah. Some of those Christian rappers that uh, Lamont Sanford, you know, beat on. I remember them. So um, so that we play that. That's every, you know, bottom of the hour. We've stuck with that. There have been several times, including within the last year or so, that we have polled our listeners as to if they want us to keep using that. And the word I always get is, it's not priority talk if we don't hear ooh-ah. <laughs> I mean, that's just yeah. the word. So uh, somewhere along the way, we picked up, um, Mark Phillips, after he was on the show with us, of course, uh, now has passed away. Wonderful uh, Christian man, was a big-time recording artist back in the 70s and 80s, toured the country, you know, with major acts, and then, uh, you know, came to Christ and became a, a legendary recording artist and producer here in, uh, in Alabama and beyond. And so the uh, Color Me His song became sort of the staple at the end of uh, one of the hours. And so you hear that every day, end of the first hour, right? This is great. We just like it, something about it. Yeah. So if you listen to Priority Talk, you're certainly familiar with this song, but that is Mr. Mark Phillips. Uh, We enjoyed having him in studio a couple of different times over the years. He was wonderful and produced a lot of great music uh, for the kingdom. Uh, but, of course, was lead singer of a band called Hotel back in the uh, late 70s, 80s, and uh, really had made it big time before he came to know Christ. So, anyway, that's a song that you hear. And then at the end of the show every day, a song we've stuck with is uh, this song by Chris Daughtry, which uh, has been recorded by several different artists over the years, country versions, um, I love Chris Daughtry. But this was his version, and it got a lot of airplay on Christian radio. I mean, this was a big song back in its day. And there's just something about it going home, into the song, I don't know, into the show. That's a great pick. And it gives us a couple of minutes. If we run out of things to say, you can just let the song play. (laughs) (laughs) So it also has its pragmatic uh, purposes as well. So those are just some of the staples, I guess, of the show that we have... um, you know, picked up over the years and sort of stuck with. 
open to changing any of them at, at listeners' demand. But uh, usually when I put those things out for question and just say, hey, what do you think? Should we stick with them or let them go? The overwhelming response is always uh, keep them. And I think there's something about routine people like, you know? Yeah. If you, uh, you know, if you get off work and you get in the car, you like to hear that. You like to hear that every day. Yes. Or on the way home. You know, you hear that same song at that same time. It's familiar. It's familiar. It becomes part of your routine. It just becomes something you listen for. Yeah. And it kind of marks your day, marks the time of the day. So uh, those were not immediate. Did we have those in place when the show started on this very date back in 2011? That's what we've been highlighting this entire hour. Um, We sort of picked them up as time went. You know, it just kind of one here, one there. And they stuck, and there were other things we did, and then we got rid of them and didn't didn't use them long term. Uh, but these have been the ones that have uh, that have stayed with us. Uh, you know, the the little back timer that we once used as well at the bottom of the hour was a, a Chris Tomlin version of a U2 song, and it was sort of the the tail end of it. Okay. And so we used that. That was sort of our to the bottom of the hour music. Uh, but now we replaced it to match the the new top of the hour song. So anyway, just talking random nerdy radio stuff here. So this was fun. Well, I g- gave you guys a little education on on the yeah. show a little bit. That's you know, true. to hear the first day, the first caller, to hear some of our legendary callers over the years, uh, interviews. Um, that kind of makes you know you part of something that's uh you know a little more than just today. It's been around for a little while, and it's sometimes it's kind of fun to go back and reminisce a little bit. So we'll let it go right there uh, with this hour, and Nate's going to be back with you next hour. I've got to slip away, but uh, a lot of fun. 205-941-1011. As I head away, I'd love to get your text messages, your thoughts on any of this dealing with the program. Love to hear from you. 205-941-1011. Priority Talk. Greg Davis, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Stay tuned for hour number two.